Welcome, everybody, to the Assuminati podcast, the podcast that explores everyday topics with the assumption that a conspiracy may be at hand. I'm Brandon. I'm Bobby. I'm Matt. Let's do this. Back to the Assuminati podcast. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm doing, doing great. Yeah. Welcome back. We like to thank everybody who listened to last week's episode. The musicians who sold their soul to the devil, to Satan. And somehow, somehow Taylor dominated that conversation. I don't Again. know how that happened. How does that happen, <laughs> man? How are we? We're, I Maybe mean, she the, is the devil. The world wants nothing more than three middle-aged men's opinions on taylor swift i'm sure well well where is the like defining line on middle age 42 is i'm not even middle age (laughs) i'm just kidding how old are you i'm 40 okay that's where it starts at 40 so i'm middle well brandon then is a pre-middle age (laughs) well what's life creamy i'm thinking life expectancy is still in the mid to upper 70s and uh that puts me at middle age, gentlemen. I, I don't know what you're talking about here. It's the hot topic now. So speaking of hot topics, gentlemen, I, I came across a headline I wanted to just run by you before we jump into our topic today and just get your reaction, if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll make this a recurring, recurring segment on, on our show here. So I'll read the headline. This is from APnews.com. And, and just get your reaction. What do we think is going on here? What, what was this person thinking? when this happened. So this is just from this last week. Here is the headline. U.S. Customs officials seize giraffe feces from woman at Minnesota airport. Oh, no. gee. Federal agents right. pooed the plan of an Iowa woman who wanted to make this item from giraffe feces. She picked up on a trip to Kenya. What item do you think she was looking to make with giraffe feces? It's got to be putting poo in a bag and lighting it on fire. That's the only thing I can think of why you would need giraffe feces to like take the bag to the the doorstep, right? You'd be able to tell your neighbor, that's not dog poop. That's not, that's not from anything from this continent. Like, is it like, I am fully committed to like, (laughs) I'm putting it on, you know, my neighbor's door, who's a real jerk, and I, I'm committed to this because I went clear to Kenya and got giraffe poo to light on fire. Like, that's how much they must have hated their neighbor. I wonder how bad it smells. I mean, if it smells worse than, like, some dog crap, or if mm. it's on the same, uh, you know, in the same I realm. I doubt it's as bad as, do- bad as dog crap, because dogs will eat any kind of crap, it's right? It's terrible. Like, terrible. they'll eat anything. Like, a giraffe is eating grass, and it's all organic. And I bet it's, like, cow poo that, like, stinks for a little bit, but once it dries out, you can totally play Frisbee with those things. It's fine. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, the pioneers used to throw, throw buffalo chips and, and cow pies uh, for sport. Um, okay, mm-hmm. well... If All right, like well, to know let's the talk about the poor here. TSA agent, and do we feel bad for them finding <laughs> the, the giraffe poo? It was because... in a box. <laughs> and, How fresh but, was it? Like, they open fresh, it. Like, yeah. it was, what's in here? Yeah, it was hardened and, and 
Yeah, she she specifically uh, picked out this feces for a purpose, and so I'd like to reveal that purpose to you now. Well, uh, hold she on. She wanted to hold on. Okay. Do we have the TSA guy's <laughs> reaction to when he opened it? Was he like, "What is this?" Or so did he US, stick his hand in it? Like, what US, happened? Here? Uh, well, not if it was hardened. It was hardened, and it was a box, and she declared it. She was chosen to have her items inspected, and she had to declare it, so she did. She says, uh, I've got a box of, of giraffe feces here, gentlemen. And uh, anyway, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency said in a statement, if this person had entered the U.S. and not declared these items, there's a high possibility this person could have contracted a disease and developed serious health issues. Mm. And that okay, goes for the person but, she was trying to sell it to. Yeah. So they're worried that she may have caught a disease because she's been carrying this stuff. So whether she, she declared it or not, she had the same they, risk. They worry about the people she was going to sell it to as well would also contract. And is there a market for giraffe feces? I still have to reveal sure. what she was going to use it for. You guys haven't guessed it yet. Uh, I'm still keys. lost in why you would want to bring giraffe well, feces into you. this. Let, let but if we you. ban fruits and vegetables, I can't imagine that giraffe feces is on the allow list. They Maybe there's like... a medicinal purpose. I'm going that way. It's probably a medicine. Medicinal? That's a pretty good guess. Bobby, any final guesses? I'm still sticking with the light it on fire. Okay. Uh, she was looking to make jewelry, gentlemen. Jewelry, oh, of course. a necklace. So she planned oh, to use the waste, the hardened waste of a giraffe to make a necklace, as she has done in the past with moose poop. Oh, with yeah. Moose, I've moose seen moose feces. poop before. Have you? Yeah, a, of course. I mean, my neighbor wears a, a moose feces necklace all the time. Yeah. So is she, like, putting it in, like, epoxy, whatever, making it pretty and know. just I'm, poos again, in the middle? I'm not going to... I'm not going to Google this any further. And is this she's probably like sanding it into shapes around my shirt and stuff? <laughs> no, she's sanding it into shapes. You know, oh, she's like yes. whittling it down into into art. So, giraffe what poop art. makes the feces from a giraffe like ideal for making jewelry over it's, uh, it's just any feces? It's almost perfectly round, and so these are these are large pebble looking items, and uh, I don't want to describe it any further. They're just so. Does it look, look like, like rabbit pellets? Just yeah, larger, but bigger, just larger. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. Okay. Yep. So, like horses, sometimes when they poop, it sure. comes out in those like big pellets. So, sure. So it's like that, right? Yep. Yep. Except, uh, all right. I don't get this. This lady's crazy. Yep. But more power to her. So, um. What did U.S. Customs do? Like, they ban it? Did they just put it in a box in an evidence room? or So the, the agency, uh, okay, here we go. So U.S. Customs and, and Border Protection, they have an agricultural specialist in every location. And, and they why just, wouldn't they? They specifically and, and uh, carefully destroyed the giraffe poop. Okay, but site. how do you destroy it? Like it's organic it. matter. Like they, they make put it in a bag and set it on. They set it on fire. This happened in <laughs> Chicago, so they they put it in a bag, set it on the doorstep of Detroit, and set it on fire uh, as a joke. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures of it. it. Looks amazing, actually. It looks it, it looks like rocks. Like you yeah. would uh, 
collect yeah. rocks and and put that in jewelry or something. I think, but I think she, instead, uh, it's just you know. Apparently, shit. she has a market for this. Anyway, gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for um, that segment of Matt and Bobby react to the news. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for bringing that. No me. problem. I, and that's a perfect segue for our topic today. Actually, it's an imperfect or not even close segue for what we're going to talk about today. Because it is the Espookinati season still, 2023, gentlemen. Espookinati. And we'd like to take it to a property here in Utah that you may have heard of out there in, in, in Espookinati land. You guys ready to jump in? I'm ready. Let's Lay it on it. me. Okay, this property... Is considered the most active and actively researched site in the United States, maybe even the world. A lot of eyes, a lot of ears on this place. Uh, it's called Skinwalker Ranch, located in eastern Utah, Uinta Basin area. Duck Have up, you heard uh, of? Yeah, ooh, Skinwalker Ranch there. Just to just set the stage here, so many different documentaries and TV shows about this place. You could really go down a rabbit hole and, and spend a few days on this topic for those people wondering what we're talking about. We'll set the stage, though, and give you a little bit of history, what's been going on there, what we think is happening. And, uh, and we'll let you decide. We, we'd love to hear from you in the comments and uh, maybe even any stories that you have related to this place. So, Matt, what in the heck is a skinwalker? Where uh, th This term that's used to describe this property. Uh, what do you know about skinwalkers? What have you heard? Yeah, in Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. That is a skinwalker. It's pretty creepy, right? It's creepy. Man. And why does that apply to this ranch? Well, once upon a time, the, the story involves the Ute tribe, the dominant local tribe here in the, the Utah, uh, western Colorado area. And so the legend goes that during a time of hostility between the Utes and Navajo, members of the Navajo decided to unleash or curse this land with skinwalkers and, and release them upon their enemies. And they still, according to this legend or this belief, those skinwalkers still walk the land today. Dun, dun, dun. Crazy. Why would they still? Why would, so I'm, my question would be, if they're there, why? what are they still mad about? Yeah, this this clash or this this uh, these hostilities between Utes and Navajo. Uh, yeah, it's historic. It happened generation after generation and until the 1900s, so I'm talking about 1930, uh, we know that the Myers family owned it all the way up until 1994. After that, the Shermans took it over for a brief moment from 94 to 96. They couldn't take much more of this property, which we'll get into here in a minute, where billionaire Robert Bigelow took over the property for the next 10 years until recently, 2016, when... A local well-to-do businessman, uh, real estate mogul, Brandon Fugel, now owns the property from 2016 until today, until the, the current day. And it's 2023, just to remind everybody. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's changed hands over the years. There was a period where it did stay within a family for a few generations. And uh, prior to that, 
was often involved in these Ute Navajo disputes. And so this, this property has quite the history. So speaking of Brandon Fugel and then the current property owner, they have entered into a contract with Discovery Plus, uh, History Channel, uh, that, that, that company, and they, they currently have a series going, The, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And I, I've been talking about it for years with my buddies here, Matt and Bobby, and I, I think Bobby had the chance to check it out. What did you think, Bobby? Yeah, so I finally kicked it on earlier today. I watched, I think, three episodes. And I'll just say that I learned some things. Like, I didn't really understand much about this whole Skinwalker thing. So, you know, I'd heard about it, how creepy it is, things like that. But um learned some things about, like, what they think happens there and, like, the radioactive activity, stuff like that. And, you know, my first impression, though, was some of these people that are on there supporting it a little bit oddballs, but I guess you'd have to be if you're like investigating UFOs and stuff. But what they're trying to do in the series is to take a scientific approach to this and be like, Hey, can we prove what's happening here and what the, the lore and the legends have been scientifically. So they're using all these tools to like, measure um like the radioactive activity um they brought in a weather balloon um i also didn't know weather balloons were floating with helium i don't know how i didn't think through that but it's just a really big (laughs) balloon full of helium so you thought everything ran on hot air okay (laughs) i don't know what i thought a weather balloon went off of but like i didn't think helium but yeah anyway so very interesting i think i'll keep watching like I'm intrigued enough to to get through. My wife did make a comment. She was like, wouldn't it be awesome if like at the end of this, like they tell you what's actually happening? I don't know <laughs> yeah. if we'll get there or not, but well, it seems like four, we might leave this with more questions than answers. You got four seasons you know what's interesting? and they're doing even more. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, do you know what's interesting about that is it reminds me of this Netflix or no, I'm sorry. It's a prime um, series called outer range um have you have you guys seen that i guess not no no oh my gosh okay so you should watch it it's with uh you know who josh brolin is yes actor josh brolin anyway mm-hmm. you should check out this series it, it reminds of, me uh, goonies fame yes uh, yes exactly well he's he's a rancher in this series and and uh, i think it's I think his property is in Wyoming in the series, but they find this giant um, supernatural hole on their property. And he kind of, you know, the strange happenings there remind me of kind of what's going on in Skinwalker That's Ranch. Right. I did watch the first episode of that on your, your recommendation. I remember that. I gotta yeah, go back you should that. watch the rest of the series, gotta, man. I gotta it's, go it's back. Interesting. Okay, nice. Um, but it kind of reminds me of, of that, like all of these events, all these, all these weird things, you know, I think when that first episode that I got through, um, on your recommendation, Brandon was, um, how they were talking about being nervous to dig on the, on the ranch. Anytime anybody does that, something bad happens, you know, somebody clunks their head or gets injured somehow, or, you know, so they're drawing all these comparisons to, um, the strange things, strange events that happen on the ranch, uh, cows just kind of dying randomly, um, bright lights up on the horizon, all that stuff that, um, you know, 
was mentioned earlier, I think, by Robert. So let's should we talk about what goes on there? You've yeah. already yeah, tell us kinda, about it. You've already primed the pump there, Matt. So I just uh, primed it. This is good. This is great. Because we're for primed decades, and ready to go. For decades, that Myers family owned the property, and then all of a sudden, in the mid '90s, they decided to dump it after it had been abandoned for for years and years, and so it had been dis, uh, in disarray and, and neglected. And so the Sherman family comes along in 1994 with the intention of settling down in this beautiful country, because it is a beautiful place, and just relax and, and homestead, basically. Raise some cattle, raise their family in this, this large property in, in the middle of in the Uinta Basin, Utah. And so that's nowhere. They, kind of no middle offense. of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, there's no Costco out there. So if you want to call it middle of nowhere, sure, sure. Yeah. Now I, I take offense. I take offense to that because I spent every summer of my life in that area, not far down the road, if you will. I, I maybe not right down the road, but but within twenty thirty minutes of this place, so I know that area fairly well, and I've that heard the stories so much. <laughs> okay, make all the jokes you want. <laughs> UFOs, but I, Brandon. I knew I knew you were an alien. There's really, yep. I mean, seriously, it's oh, all guys. coming together. You got that freaky long tongue. I come Everything. in peace. I come in peace. All right. <laughs> you guys are already spoiling the some of the stuff Reptilian. that happens here, though. Because the Sherman family buys this property, and it is, again, I'll, I'll say this again, it's a beautiful place. But, man, is this not the beginning of a horror story? The family that comes into a brand, a, a brand new life, a fresh start, beautiful place. The previous owners dump the property for a pretty good price. And they just don't quite know why. And so they they relax and, and not far into their stay, things started to happen. Now, first of all, there was a clause in the contract they signed when they bought the land that if they ever dug, I think, Matt, you mentioned this, if they ever dig or, or decide to dig or excavate on the property, they needed written permission from the Myers family to do so. So... That's, <laughs> so all right, that flag. sounds that's, a little fishy. That's red flag like, number one. What right? did the Myers bury that they don't yeah. want found? What are they? What family members, right? perhaps neighbors? So that's that's so that's red flag number one here, right? And so the the Shermans who now own the property started to they started to experience a lot of spooky happenings, things that really freak them out. So the the major story that gets passed around is one night the dad terry sherman heard a noise outside and was startled to see a wolf in his yard but this was no ordinary wolf it was larger than anything he had ever seen and so he and another boy on the property grabbed some guns from the inside and shot this wolf creature several times but it did nothing it didn't damage. The wolf didn't react the way that you would expect an animal to act. Is uh, we're talking well, maybe gun. he's we're not talking, the best aim. We're talking a three fifty seven, and they have an eyewitness account here that it did take flesh from the animal. They they hit it. Who was the witness? Yeah, again, so this is Terry and his and his son. Um, Keeping it all in the family. Nobody yeah. wants to admit that Sherman Senior is just a bad shot. So you could you could pawn this off. You could 
just pass this off as a as a crazy story, right? But these stories continue to happen on this property. This is just one example. And so eventually, after shooting it several times, the wolf slowly turned around and, and, and started going away from them and taking off into the field. They tracked it. They found tracks in the, in the mud. And then all of a sudden, the tracks disappear in, into, into thin air. Hmm, um, so, so what happened here? And, and again, this happens all the time on this property. People see things they can't explain. Many, many people see them at once, where we're talking several people, several eyewitnesses for many of these events, and nothing gets explained or proven. It's really tough to prove. But things like this happen so often, the Shermans dumped the property just a few years later. They couldn't take it. They had a picture-perfect property, what should have been, a picture-perfect restart of life, a place to raise their family, raise their cattle. But so many things happened to them they had to dump the property too just a few years Holy later cow. they couldn't take it uh, there's many many options i think you guys have already mentioned it here objects in the sky so this is not only skinwalker native american folklore or legend there's also the ufo extraterrestrial factor here which makes this property one of the most unique properties in the world it's both you're getting hit from above from from portals and and ufos as well as these skinwalkers i mean uh, what do you think man what, what do you guys think of this i think if you're a cow you want to steer clear get it <laughs> S-T-E-E-R. mysterious cattle mutilation mutilations so that's not specific to this property but it happens often on this property yeah or it, ha- it has throughout history these mutilations these weird happening somebody uh, must have a beef <laughs> oh this is good this is good sorry maybe and again, the I, aliens like hamburger too maybe so, that, so and that's what this new this new owner uh we got brandon fugel the history channel um the the uh, some of the people that you mentioned bobby where we're talking about uh uh, Travis Taylor is the head scientist. Travis Taylor, you can Google him, people. He, he's he been involved in UAPs and UFOs from the get-go. He's FBI, CIA, uh, as far as people that have used him. So he's a well-known expert in this field from a scientific angle. Uh, Eric Bard is also another. Uh, this, this, he's been proclaimed by many I know, to, be, I'm just to be this. Yeah, and Fugel is probably paying him a... And the History Channel are paying him a, a nice penny to be there. Did it feel like, just real quickly, yeah. my commentary on that. So I was able to get through one episode um, of what they did on the History Channel, you know. And it, does it feel like to you that it was like kind of corny? Like they were trying to, oh, yeah, trying to kind of make it, you know, I don't know, make it out to be more of a, an issue than it really is. First it of all, they, like that they have a guy, a local there, and he prefers to go by the name Dragon. Yeah, that's where it did it for me. I'm like, this dude does not look like a hardened gangster. He doesn't even look that tough. <laughs> it's, it's he looks comic... like it's somebody you'd meet in BYU's library. It's and the comic Dragon, relief. call me Dragon. <laughs> it's so funny. And every time somebody calls him Dragon, I, I lose it. 
and my wife elbows me and says, come on, it's not that funny. I think it's hilarious. He, you're exactly right. If he wants to go by Dragon, he needs to get a freaking tattoo like on his neck of a Commit. dragon. He needs yeah. to change his wardrobe. He needs to speak differently because he comes across, honestly, as a freaking scaredy cat. And he's supposed to be like the head of security, whatever. And he's always like, oh, I'm just not comfortable digging. Like, if you guys really want to go for it, I mean, I'll go stand at the front gate. But I care for you guys, and I don't want you to get hurt. So let's it's talk so through funny. this. I you sound just, just don't like think him. we should dig. Will you be our dragon? you got to start a reality show on Will you be our dragon, Bobby? I think you could do. I think you could be a really you know, good dragon. They should have just left the nickname out because nobody else has a nickname. He ain't no dragon. I don't know who gave him that name. Somebody in preschool, maybe, because he brought a toy dragon <laughs> to school and it's just stuck. But yeah, so there was that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I still invite people to go watch it because if you can get past some of the corny, obvious scripting from history. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, from discovery and history here Uh, they have some legit experiments that they run and they're coming at this from a scientific angle which is really interesting to me i i I really like their experiments and the things that they try and again they're on yeah i do too i just wish they'd leave the cheese out you know what i mean (laughs) i'm with you there's producers yeah they're trying to obviously make it a little bit too much reality show i think rather than documentary um and then the other thing with it is I feel like they're looking for the paranormal, even though they keep saying like we're taking a scientific angle and stuff. Some of those guys, you know, like they would want nothing more than to be able to prove it's paranormal activity. Oh yeah. That's why they're there. That's why they're there. That's why Brandon brought the uh, Brandon Fugel bought the property. They're making obviously uh, some great money with the TV show. And they're having fun at the same time. I, I think it's a pretty cool situation for them. And I, I again, have eight. Uh, we've eaten up all four seasons so far that they've done. And a part of that is the the local connection. I think uh, I'm super interested in it because, again, I spent a lot of time near that property. And, uh, and my family, generations of my family are from that area. And so the locals, uh, they, they find this interesting slash annoying Um <laughs> I won't sure. quote anybody quote anybody specifically, but I can tell you right now that the people of the Ute Nation uh, they don't they don't want to talk about the Skinwalker side of this, and they they do so because they truly believe in the curse and and the legends behind it. But they are the first ones to talk to you about UFOs. I found that I find that to be really mm-hmm. interesting. They all of them, uh, everybody on that Ute Nation. If you if you interview one of them, they have a UFO story to tell. And they'll they'll politely decline to, to to speak further about Skinwalker or or the the native Native American legends in that area, and if you interview the the ranchers and the farmers and the people who are from that area outside of the Ute Nation, they'll they'll kind of skip over the UFO stuff and they'll talk deeply about their Skinwalker stories because there's there's hundreds of those I've heard them ever since I was little of uh, my family working late at night in the oil field and encountering something like a wolf-like creature or something that they can't explain. And so the, hmm. the locals are, uh, are heavily invested in that type of folklore or that type of legend, or, or is it real? What do you think, gentlemen? What, what's going on out there? 
What are I you think inclined? a little bit of... Where do you lean? Yeah, yeah. Well, what are you inclined to believe here? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like if you want there to be something, then sure. there is something. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not anything. I personally haven't been out there and I didn't grow up there. Or I didn't spend a lot of time on ranching out there or doing anything like that. But I feel like sometimes when you want there to be something there, there will be something there, right? Okay. Yeah. And I feel like if you're just, I mean, from what I've seen just in my limited viewing of that uh, that episode and, and what they're investigating, it's like, you know, how lights look, you know, at a certain time. And and if you've ever, but, you know, that said, when you're out in the middle of a place like that where it's just kind of not a lot of human contact around, um, I will say there is kind of a certain energy, right, That's that's out there. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of in between here. I feel like maybe there's a potential of something happening, uh, out there and there's maybe some high concentration of some angry former, you know, inhabitants. Maybe, maybe there's, maybe it's a place where the government does some aerial testing of their stuff because not, not a lot of people are there. And so there's UFO sightings, who knows? So I'm kind of undecided at the moment yeah i believe that bobby where, where do you where do you lean you know i don't know where to lean i'm i mean i believe there's probably some weird stuff that have happened there i guess um because you know where there's smoke there's fire and as much as it's been talked about through like the 200 year history of that property there's got to be something there but the fact that you know one family owned it for a really long time and then all of a sudden, another family takes over sh- for a short period of time. And all of a sudden, ooh, everything weird's going on. Like, what was going on with the Shermans? Yeah. Like, why is all of a sudden they're experiencing more issues than anybody else? Why did all this activity, like, really get yeah. huge in the 90s? And, and then it gets bought by this hotel financier billionaire guy who claims to be an expert in science whatever and they bring all these scientists like what was the motivation there because like that robert bigelow guy i don't think he had any history in the area like why all of a sudden does he have an interest in it yeah and he, um he came I, in and cleaned yeah. up and and performed a lot of these experiments that we're seeing on tv now just to give you more information on the shermans that you mentioned bobby uh, first of all, the, the Myers family had abandoned the property for quite a while before the Shermans bought it. Now, the Shermans didn't exactly make a profit here. In fact, they sold it to Bigelow for $200,000, which was fine for a house in that day. But this also came with 500 acres of a ranch for two hundred grand. Um, wow. So Bigelow came in for pennies. I mean, that's pennies to somebody like a Bigelow. And then Bigelow institutes a brand new, almost government agency type investigation of the place for about 10 years and, and found all sorts of crazy stuff. They, they themselves had some, some encounters. Um, well, supposedly, like, because yeah. in the documentary, they reference many times, like all their scientific studies are under lock and key and confidential. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if they really found something, then share it. If you're trying to do something for the better good of society and science, then share it. If you're keeping it under wraps, to me that says, 
we didn't actually find crap, but we want to raise the suspicion. And then it's undisclosed how much this Brandon Fugel guy paid for it, but he probably paid Bigelow in the multi-millions for the property. Maybe. maybe, And, you know, maybe that's Hmm. the conspiracy is Brandon Fugel got taken. And (laughs) it's almost always about money. If you ever follow a money trail, it's almost always about that. So I don't know. If he, I'm uh... if I'm in, investigating the reasons why behind things, it's usually following a money trail. That's yeah. Fugle, Fugle's making money. He he. I bet you he's already made his money back and then some. And we're talking about oh, easily a, this history modern, channel thing. And we're in a modern age of mm-hmm. social media and and reality TV that Bigelow and the Shermans and and the Myers family did not have. And so he he perfect timing for for Fugel and his crew here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got some thoughts on Fugel, and I don't know if now's the right time to drop it, but... Yeah, let's hear it. This guy, like, who was he trying to become? Like, the way they introduce him and the whole thing, it's like, are you trying to be, like, Trump from The Apprentice? Okay, like, that's the vibe they, I got, too. <laughs> yeah, they have, a like, the first encounter is they're in this sky rise in Salt Lake City, and they bring him into the boardroom, and they're sitting down talking, and that's when we meet Dragon. You know? um, and but they then, fly him in on a helicopter, just like he Trump. He flies you know? in on a helicopter to this helipad. Oh. And like they act, talk about him in like such reverence. And like, well, we need to consult with Brandon. Let we know what we found. And then the thing that killed me the most was when he brings them these watches in a suitcase. Like he's carrying it like he's carrying like. I don't the know. Nuclear what are, bomb codes. The nuclear yeah. bomb yep. codes or the little <laughs> plates yeah. they use to print money, whatever. And he opens them up. And I don't know how much this company that I had never heard of before that's got these smart watches, whatever. And he's like, and I've got a watch for everybody. Like, I'm Oprah. Here you go. We can track your heart rate and oh, stuff. Oprah and it's again. like, he gives me the creeps. And then the pictures of how he dresses, like this picture I'm looking up right now, he's in all black. Um, got like his black turtleneck, like trying to embrace his inner Steve Jobs, I think. But then he's got a black trench coat on. He's just looking up into the sky with some like meter thing. <laughs> okay. And he, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, when you if you drive around the the Salt Lake area, his name's everywhere. Uh, if if you see any type of real estate for sale, there's a decent chance his name's on it. Uh, we're talking mainly commercial, but but he it seems like he's spreading his wings a little bit and getting into it. But in the actual industries. like real estate community, yeah, what he's doing with his Skinwater Ranch has got to have a lot of people thinking: Has he lost it? Like, has he gone nuts? Seems like a side hobby, a side quest. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's weird. Like, he's, if I saw I him he... in a back alley, I'd probably run. He's a, he's he's a businessman. He knows or how to make a buck scout or two. Camp. Uh, scout camp. Ooh. And uh, maybe, <laughs> if I saw maybe, him in a scout camp, I'd run too. What if, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, what if he turns Skinwalker Ranch into a scout camp? That'd be kind of fun. Oh, it, man. Maybe they're setting this thing up for a, a tourist attraction in the near future where you can go spend a night on Skinwalker Ranch. The thing is, uh, most anybody who has been on that property has felt something. It, it's tough to argue with how many different accounts there are of not only the ranch, but that area. Uh, many have so many things in common that it's kind of hard to shake here. 
and they all have a strong conviction and it's a conviction shared by most in that area that that there's something happening there's something special about that property or that area of the country could it could it be the oil maybe it, it could be magnetic it could be yeah there there's so many different again scientific angles or scientific explanations that you could throw in there uh, well, this this article that I read is says that there's eight thousand gas wells and two thousand oil wells that have been uh, frack, you know, involved in fracking since the 1960s. Oh yeah, it's everywhere out there. That's a so major so. Industry. There's a bunch yeah. of that stuff that it's sitting on. So maybe I don't know. You know, like the episode I watched, for example, when they when they you know, are trying to figure out where all the water is going. Down this hole, yeah, and they put the green dye in there, and they're trying to trying to figure all that stuff out. Well, maybe it's just been, you know, oil wells and oil stuff like that. I don't they're know. Good. I don't know. My that, wife's theory <laughs> is all the like stuff when they did the ground radar to see what's in there. She goes, "I bet that's a bunch of you know historic septic tanks." And I was like, "Oh well, they they'll be in for a surprise when they start digging." <laughs> it'll smell a little bit yeah maybe and then there's the lights there's the ufo and the lights in the sky and the the encounters and the the mutilations to the cattle and i mean it's it's such an odd combination of witchcraft evil and 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 extraterrestrial it's such a such an intriguing combination of the two they've brought you know, it all together and yeah. you know Makes you wonder though, because when you look at the dimensions of the property map, like it's very square, like like this, and like kind of goes around. And it's like, I don't think the aliens work real well within square boundaries. So what's going on in the property around there, and how come we don't hear as much about the near Skinwalker Ranch as we do the Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah, it's interesting. That area uh, again uh, is known for these types of sightings and these types of encounters. It's just this one property happens to have both and hundreds of accounts happening right there on the property. So they're trying to figure it out. They've made a TV show about it. You can stay close to the property. Uh, You can imagine people are capitalizing on this, especially with the new show. And so there are ranches, there are homesteads, there are campgrounds all around the property where you can stay and even take ATV tours to get as close to the property as you can legally get. Um, yeah, I guess it's time we go down there and I investigate. So. We need to go camp out at least, gentlemen, and, and check this out. Bobby, you coming out? Yeah, I'll come out for that. I, mean, right. I think I got cool. some flight credits. and Let's do it, man. I can't think of any th- better reason to come out. Bring your tinfoil <laughs> hat and we'll figure this out. We'll, we'll catch a portal into the next dimension and uh, maybe chat with a skinwalker. Yeah. I, I think we can do this, gentlemen. Maybe we should fly Josh Brolin in too. See what he he, he he's just a rugged man that we might need. I mean, uh, he's pretty rugged, yeah, for sure. Shape shifting and everything. I think we're, we're going to need some help here. So I like it. Um, well, the number one theory is that people are lying to get money. Okay. Huh. I don't know how well that holds though, because there were oh. theories of this before this right for the money but then again like 
there was a lore about things when I was a kid that got told at scout camp and around the campfire. And, you know, what if this all started out as some scout master just trying to scare the crap out of his boy <laughs> scout troop in the UNA basin <laughs> and it just propagated over time. And now look where we're at today. Like they're trying to Could very well be figure this all out. Brandon, what do you think? I mean, you spent some time there as a kid. Yeah, I can tell you right now, I, I am much more inclined to believe the Native American folklore than I am the UFO angle here. I, I, I believe if you invite evil into your life, some crazy things can happen. I, I fully support some of that. Now, what, what do I think it really is? I, I really lean more towards maybe it's a geomagnetic field that's super strong in that area. We're, we're talking forces, actual physical forces that are, that are affecting that area. Cause it's tough to, again, discredit the many, the hundreds of events where their, uh, their cameras all of a sudden don't work. We're talking million dollar camera equipment here. Their batteries drain there. There's things happening to their equipment and it happens over and over, not just with this TV show but it's been happening for decades. And so, so I think it could be oh, something geomagnetic or, or something that's, that truly is special about that property when it comes to physical nature or, or forces of nature happening and having so an effect. So is there a yeah. higher instances of like health problems, cancer, whatever in the UNA so, basin than so say if... other places? <laughs> you, you could say yes. And I, I think numbers prove that, but that, that, that could be a number of things contributing to that. Um, these are hardworking people. Uh, they, they spend a lot of time in the sun. There's, there's the oil factor that I think Matt mentioned. Um, anyway, I, yeah, there is a slightly how far away higher... Is that from, how far away is that from testing sites that they used to test bombs and stuff? That was mostly like central, and, central and south Utah. Uh, are the uranium lines mines, uh, mm. the bomb testing sites. And so you see a little bit more of that central South Utah, um, not necessarily in this area. And uh, really it's, it's a pretty hardy, healthy group of people out there. Again, I, I've spent a lot of time and I'm related to, to a lot of them. Um, yeah. One of yeah, the theories though, related to the, the bomb testing was because a lot of that was happening in Nevada, right? And the, the theory was right. is that particles from these atomic bomb testing like landed. But I would think if that was true, you would be hearing about this stuff all over the region between there and Nevada. Yeah. Like, you know, you couldn't isolate that to these 500-ish acres. But how about um, instances of mental illness in the area? Is there like a higher rate of that here versus elsewhere? Yeah, I couldn't find any any proof of that. I, I did. I've, mm. I've researched that. I think the more that you, uh, for those of you who know that area or or would want to know that area or get to know that area, you, you'd find these people to be credible. I think you would find these people to be hardworking, honest, and that includes the Ute Nation in that that description. So, I, and I, I I understand the the major theory here is always to follow the money. I, I don't know many people out there who could make money off of lying about this. And, and I don't understand the motivation for them to lie. I understand the motivation to yeah. have a cool story, though, right? 
I don't think there's any motivation on the part of the people that have experienced stuff down there, but sure, I feel like the sure. motivation, the money motivation where I was leaning is, is to the guy that wants to buy it and capitalize yeah. on yeah. the Brandon Fugel yeah, thing or anybody looking to kind of turn a profit on somebody else's experience. Right. I don't think really, if you, if you had an honest conversation with this Brandon Fugel guy, you know, and said, how many experiences have you yourself had there at the Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah. You know, I yeah. I think if he were honest, he would say, well, you know, nothing concrete, but here it is, right? I think well, he's, I, he's in it to make money. Well, That's I did find someone asked him this question, and he claims, like, until he went to the Skinwalker Ranch, he had never encountered anything like this before, but he firmly believes something's going on after visiting the Skinwalker Ranch. And I keep hearing that from not only that crew but others around that area. It's, it's really interesting. The amount it's, it's the, the quality and quantity of reporting here that, that makes this property so interesting. So intriguing. You know what I find interesting though. So um, one of the guys I knew from way back in the day, we, we were mission companions back in the day and he was from that area. One of the Sorensons, he might be your brother. I don't Maybe. know, Brandon. Uh, he might be. Um, a shout out to to Cabe if if you're listening, but he never said a word about this. And like we were buddy buddy for like four and a half months living in an apartment, you know, talking about our past. And I'm just tend to think like if this was such a big deal for the locals that you know this was back in 2002 2003 time period. Like, why wouldn't he share this? Why wouldn't he be like, hey, like, where I come from is pretty creepy. Like, I've got some stories to tell. You know, it never came up once. Well, I can tell you, it's it's my, I can say this, it's it's probably my favorite place on earth, is that area. It's, it's so peaceful. The people are great. The isolation is not extreme, but it's enough. It's enough to get away from the, the, the craziness of the world. And I, I can, I can tell you this, this really doesn't cross my mind when I'm out there to tell you the truth. I'm not thinking about encountering skinwalkers or UFOs. And so maybe he just, he led a life and, uh, he was just at peace and, and didn't have to, didn't hear about these stories. Didn't worry about these stories. Maybe. Yeah. Or he didn't want to disparage his, uh, you know, place where he lives. Who knows? Sure. He didn't want to. Yeah, well, he yeah. loved it. I mean, he had yeah. only good things to say about oh, it. Great. It was never like, I got to get out of this place. It's, it's a like, beautiful place. He grew up yeah. on a cattle ranch. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think the people there, everyone I've met from that area is, is great. Um, minus Brandon. Um, not so <laughs> sure about him, but he didn't live there officially. You're There's talking about Fugle. Going on. Yeah. You're not talking no, about me. you. Yeah. You oh, darn. definitely you. <laughs> Um, I'm talking about Dragon. Uh, dragon. I haven't met Brandon Fugel. Call um, me Dragon. I'll just say the way, like, my first, like, I had seen his name in Utah. Like, I work mm-hmm. in real estate when I was in college, so, like, I had heard the name and stuff. When I watched that episode, and that's when it clicked for me that he's the guy that bought this. He's the guy behind a lot of the attention on it now. And just the way he like presented himself says I'm a creep and all right (laughs) I think if I was him and saying you know I bought this for scientific because like I've heard these things 
Like one, I would consult someone about my wardrobe because he's trying to pull off the creepy <laughs> billionaire a, angle. Is this a there. roast? Are we roasting him? <laughs> no, I'm just telling the truth. Like okay. I'm giving him some feedback that if you want to say I'm a good, you know, homeboy trying to figure out what's going on in the eastern part of Utah, put on a pair of Wranglers and boots and, and a shirt and just show up. Don't put on all black. Don't act like you're trying to be some super wealthy person and portray yourself because I can't imagine he resonates with the locals and flying in on a helicopter when he could have just driven (laughs) down. Like it's not that far of a drive from Salt Lake um, to the Uinta Basin. I mean, it's a bit of a drive to this ranch. It's about three hours. Um, Yeah. But to show up on an all black helicopter that has totally blacked out Mm. windows and and then to have a security guy named Dragon, who looks like he couldn't more, bounce a primary the function. The more we talk about it, the more I'm, I'm into it. I think I might go by Dragon yeah. now. Just say. I mean, I'm going to keep watching. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch. Like Do it's it. like it. a car wreck almost. I want to know it. how this ends. <laughs> it's worth it. But it's like a car wreck. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to be the producer of this thing, like there's so many things I would have changed. Like one, hey Dragon. You don't look all that scary. You might think you're dragon. We're not using your nickname. It's like the best. Ain't happening. It's the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you no. know and that, then their command Brandon... center too. Like they've got oh, yeah, all right. these TVs and like yeah, this tiling yeah. behind it. And it but it, then it gets they've better. got well, they've got the the um, a tin going down around the base. Like they tried to make this command center country, but. Everything above it says I got on Pinterest and came up yeah. with something. It's it's <laughs> it's produced. It is yeah, it's produced. Yeah, it's sensationalized. It, that's for sure. That's yeah. why we'd like to. I, I'd invite everybody to check the series out, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, because in every episode, it seems they do tackle one of the historical accounts that that maybe the Myers, the Shermans, or the Bigelows encountered. And we didn't have time to go into every story here on this this episode. It's interesting, and you get a little bit of comic relief from Dragon. You get to maybe just step <laughs> outside. You get to step outside the real world and, and just maybe believe in something bigger than yourself, something different. It, in my opinion, it's it's pretty entertaining. You're right, though. The locals look at that man as nothing more than a millionaire tourist. He's just looking yeah. to make a buck. He's annoying everybody with his helicopter. Anyway, it. I'm surprised a local, like, I know it's against FAA restrictions and probably morals and everything, but some of these locals, like, why haven't they just accidentally shot down that helicopter? Maybe they, maybe they have. They, I love they how have. it's like morals is an afterthought. You're like, and probably morals. <laughs> probably <Right>. morals. <laughs> and maybe jail time, too. But, yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't know that people, like, when I grew up, like, nobody was thinking about jail time when you took your shotgun out. It'd just be like, I was just shooting clay pigeons, and then this this big shiny bird came flying over my property. Well, maybe oh, we man. need to camp out, General. I have been to the gate of this place. You can't get much further. Uh, it's pretty landlocked. It's It's tough to get to. If you tried getting in, there is serious security around this place yeah but didn't the security yeah, start with brandon yep. 
when he bought it, he tightened up security. Like, they're walking around with huge rifles and stuff. That is not necessary, because guess what? If an alien there is there to probe you or a skinwalker, those guns ain't going to do crap. So who are you scared of that you've got these high-powered rifles walking around, and, like, they all got pistols on their hips and stuff? It's like, who are you trying to intimidate here? They're they're scared of you now, and... uh... Yeah. It's really, really, it is just trespassers trying to get their kicks and and get their influencer on, if you will. So really, it's it's more people that they're <laughs> trying to keep out. Because, yeah, can you imagine how many TikTokers or or influencers have tried to just hop the fence and and run through the property and anyway? Oh, I'm sure. I, yeah. So he's got a property, he wants to protect it, and it's it's worth a lot of money to him now. He's making plenty off of the TV show. They've expanded. To Beyond Skinwalker Ranch is a new TV series. So now they're investigating these yahoos that you called are now investigating different spots around the world that are similar to Skinwalker Ranch, and they've made a series out of it. How are they even experts, though? Like, nothing in what they introduce themselves of scream, I'm an expert to me. Again, I think as you watch the series, you'll have a little more respect for the scientists. It's still a little bit far out there. But I do appreciate some of the experiments that they've done. And I, again, they're, they're trying, they, they lean a little bit more towards the extraterrestrial and the UFO and the, and the portal side of things. Yeah. They, they, I'll just brief- say the expert on rockets they brought out from Alabama, she didn't strike me as rocket scientist expert. And okay. I also right. don't think someone from Alabama is a rocket scientists. We're making a lot of judgments here. We, we love the people of Alabama. So many. And, uh, well, I love Alabama, but I, come on. I, I think, if you're going to bring a I rocket science on, don't bring someone that's a, the king of the rocket modeling class <laughs> and say, oh look, we brought Greenbow? the very best toy rocket maker on Earth. <laughs> like, they didn't bring someone from the grass NASA. in Greenbow? She worked for the Bubba Gump yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she was running. She was she was shooting a rocket. Found her straight from the Alabama Rocket Club. Well, this was fun. <laughs> this was a fun topic to 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 look into, to to maybe give our opinions on. You've heard plenty of those, but it's super fun to Google. I do recommend putting this in your search history, and I do recommend checking out the documentaries and the TV series. There's plenty of them. There's so many on YouTube, on, on Prime Video, Netflix, Hulu. Uh, there's there's plenty to look into here, and it's fun, especially for those of you maybe in Utah or around the, in the surrounding area or have any connection to the area. It, it's, it's fun to dive into. And again, just kind of forget what you know and maybe open up your mind a little bit to something a little bit different. And well, if you I have any personal love... experiences out there, yeah. I feel like we should hear those, right? Oh, sorry. Time out. Now go. Say oh, you got a picky nose? Yeah. Oh, okay. Carry on. Gee. Okay. Got it all eaten, taken care of. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Speaking of Alabama. Uh, <laughs> Alabama <laughs> chocolate chip. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? You were oh, about to. Speaking of experiences, I feel like if you have an, a personal experience with the ranch, Put it in the comments, you know, if you feel like you've got a story that you want to share, um, you know, that's not too personal, doesn't involve any alien probing, for example. We'd love to hear about it. I think we all would. 
And I would love to know from our listeners, like, did we go too far with our assessments of the cast and players in, in the documentary? Tell us what you think. Like, are we way off base? Did did you get the heebie-jeebies, or were you thinking, oh, man, these guys are the ultimate scientific experts? Oh. And yeah, Dragon and is tough. Dragon. What would your security name be, gentlemen? What What name are you picking? <laughs> Um, what is it, Robert? What, what are you going to well, be, Bobby? Mine would be Brutus. But okay. in order okay. to like pull that off, like I would have to let the beard just grow, right? Yeah. Um, I'd probably have to get a bit of a tattoo, but I think I could easier pull off a tough name than Dragon is because Dragon honestly looks like he couldn't control a primary class. <laughs> <laughs> he probably can't he was released oh, that and he needs to let his beard grow like his beard is so well groomed there ain't nobody going by dragon with a groomed beard <laughs> he should go just, into a biker bar and introduce himself as dragon and see if he makes it out yeah see i don't what get happens. it man i don't get it i'd, I'd probably go by like rawhide or rawhide like rawhide there's oh, rawhide that's... Or T bar, <laughs> something, something that uh could go. On if the you're side gonna of a pick a tough something. name, you gotta uh, look the part. Teflon, oh they call gosh. me Teflon. I think Bobby should go by Q ball. Q ball. Speaking of which, the algorithms really want me to get this head like shaver with the five things that like flexes around your head. That's yeah. all the ads I get anymore is like this head trimmer. And I keep thinking like, do I really get just one. need to like shave this straight to the skin? Like, cause that's what the web's telling me. Yeah, maybe so. You do have a nice, uh, a nice head. It's all, sh- you know, perfectly shaped. Nah, if you get up like close, it's got some bumps and nice. divots. Well, I don't know. I'll let it you looks... examine it closer next time I'm out Okay. There. Yeah. We'll take a look, a close deep dive on Bobby's head. Yeah. Deep dive. Deep shot. And do a whole episode on it. There's a conspiracy there somewhere. Follow the money on that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, gentlemen, I, I wish you luck. I, I, I we hope didn't we didn't get Matt's security name yet. Okay, what would you, what would yours, Matt? We got to slide I, this. I, I came up with a stupid one. I, I was going to default to like Maverick or Goose, but that, that's already been taken, right? So anyway, I mean, if Matt, Matt can't think of one, I've got some ideas. I'm more of like Slider. You know, I'm not really Maverick and Goose. I'm, I'm more Slider. You know, Slider. No, my 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 name would be Spider. 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 You'd have spider. Like a, and I'd have a little tat on the back of my head. You know, no, you a get web. The spider, spider web on your because, elbow. Because yeah. because I'm a Parker. You know, it only makes sense. You know, Peter Parker, Spider Man. Yeah. You know, comparison. Spider. That'd be my Steve, name. I see where you're going. Yours makes sense. I like that. Yeah. See, I was thinking like Care Bear or something, but I well, guess that I too. Can see where Spider is, I'd be Grumpy Bear. Isn't that Grumpy, grumpy Bear? Grumpy yeah, Bear. Sure. That's who I'd be. I don't know, man. I... <laughs> oh, <clears throat> ten four. I think I can... we should next week. We should report back, and we should come up with a better list of nicknames for Dragon. Like let's let's really get to what know should... him better. What Look at his social be? media. Well, and yeah. come up with a more realistic name. Watch a few more episodes, gentlemen. Yeah, watch a few more episodes. Let me know what you think. It, it's still 
cracks me up to this day, especially when he gets like a, a PhD from Harvard on the show. I won't spoil later episodes, but he'll have some super scientist come along and he'll introduce himself as dragon. And then that person calls them dragon, like over the radio or anyway. that totally <laughs> reduces all credibility. It's just right. it's so It's so good. It's so good. Oh man. We keep plugging the show, the documentaries, but gentlemen, we need to just get out there. I think ourselves. Yeah. And, I agree. Uh, Let's go experience it. I'm only going though by helicopter. We'll talk to an eight. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm sending the copter your way. I'll talk to my buddy Brandon Fugel here in Salt Lake and we'll we'll get that going for you, man. Oh, I ain't riding with him. Then no deal. Well, gentlemen, going forward, do you plan on do you think you'll see any mysterious lights as you stare up at the beautiful night sky? Do you think you'll... Yeah, there's com- there's actually com- a, uh, a come up on eclipse coming, right? There is, next week, yeah. This episode will yeah. probably air right after that. Yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Prime viewing locations right here in central Utah. Thousands are expected to come. It's going to be an event. Very Sounds nice. Awesome. So whatever you think may be happening at Skinwalker Ranch, just know that it's still a, a, a wonderful, beautiful area. One of the best tourist destinations in the world, in my opinion, in any world. Aliens, you hear that? Any world. That, that's why any they're dimension. coming here. That's why they're coming here. So on that note, thank you for listening to this week's episode. This is a lot of fun, gentlemen. I, I, I love hearing your opinions on not only the supernatural and the extraterrestrial but the 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 telestial the the people who are here as well i love your opinions on even the reality shows that we have thanks for sharing everything with you with us i'll admit this was a lot funner episode than i thought it was gonna be (laughs) okay if we can make you a believer in this maybe we can make you believe these other things too well until next week well like a quick joke bye bye Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Assuminati Podcast. Remember, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast streaming services. Be sure to hit that like button. We recommend subscribing with notifications so you don't miss an episode. And be sure, of course, to share with your friends. We'd also love to interact with you on social media as we post and prepare for our weekly episodes. Until next time on the Assuminati Podcast. go find me a crop duster you would you that would. that would actually be your security name crop duster <laughs> and it would be true to form yeah absolutely yep. no no truer call name have i heard <laughs> roger crop duster what's your 20 Gen oh. four coming your way <clears throat> hey uh maverick oh my this is crop duster i got your tail Oh, oh, I see. And I smell. Just flew through your jet wash crop duster. (laughs) I think he might have spit out his water. (laughs) (laughs) You okay there? We lost him, gentlemen. We we lost him. Uh Uh-oh. We need to send the ambulance for crop duster. Hey, you sound like a dragon. Are you sure you're not a dragon? (laughs) Spitting out that fire? Dang. Sorry. Sorry, Bobby. He just about killed me. (laughs) Uh.